welcome you to our March 2019 podcast. Our topic for this month is 2019 NHA Global Summit, Making the Difference. The Children's Success Foundation supports getting the Nurtured Heart Approach, or NHA, into the hands of as many parents, therapists, educators, and professionals as we can around the world. Every few years, we host a conference called the Global Summit, where NHA trainers from around the world present on how they are infusing nurtured heart into their personal lives, professional lives, and communities. Today, we will continue to hear from some of our presenters from our breakout sessions at our next Global Summit, and they will share a glimpse of what you can expect to hear about in their sessions. Our upcoming Global Summit will be in West Orange, New Jersey, July 14th through 17th, 2019. We will have more than 24 breakout sessions led by NHA trainers and four keynote speakers. Whether you're currently using the Nurtured Heart Approach or you're eager to take your first plunge, by attending the Global Summit, you will gain a deeper and more profound understanding of NHA and how to best implement the methods to inspire greatness in your home, your workplace, and in your community. We really hope that you will come and join us this summer. So our first guest for today's show will be presenting with two other NHA trainers at the Global Summit about NHA and teenagers. And our first guest's name is Brooke Tafoya. Brooke has nearly 20 years of experience working with young people all over the country in a variety of settings, in community, schools, and residential environments. Her approach to working with young people has always been strength-based and focused on developing programming that is engaging and building young people's strengths and abilities. She was introduced to the Nurtured Heart Approach eight years ago. She quickly saw that NHA helped give the how to positive youth development and other less specific strength-based approaches. Brooke is now an advanced trainer in the Nurtured Heart, Heart Approach and has provided training and coaching to schools, residential settings, and agencies in an effort to make organizational change. NHA has impacted her personal and professional life in a profound way, and she loves to share the principles of the approach as often as possible. Brooke has a Master of Social Work from Washington University and a Bachelor of Arts in Sociology from Principia College, and is currently the Chief Operations Officer at New Day Youth and Family Services in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hi, Brooke. How are you? Hi, Stephanie. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for joining me today. So before we continue on, I would like to let our audience know that, um, that you will be presenting at the Global Summit with two of our other NHA trainers, and they are Quinn Donne and Maureen Schatt. So the three of you will be presenting about using Nurtured Heart with teenagers. And I happen to know that so many of our listeners are hungry to hear about using NHA with this particular age group. So, Brooke, if you could give our listeners a little sneak peek into what your breakout session will be about, that would be really great. Yeah. So we we were working on our title because we wanted to kind of create some, um, 
you know, because it's really more than teenagers. So we're thinking developing a new portfolio for adolescents and transition age young people. And I think that that transition age part is really important because um, tr- we're learning so much about the developmental stages of young people. And so those tweens and the teens and then the transition age, which is kind of that 17 to 22 and even into 24. And so this is really an opportunity to learn about the developmental stages of young people who are going through this really challenging time, Um, learn about their brains a little bit, learn about how trauma impacts them, and then how you can really utilize Nurtured Heart um, to move through some of the defenses that they are um, really actually in many ways healthily building um, to get to knowing that you can build that inner wealth. So, you know, we're going to have some, we're going to use, show some different techniques and tools and how you might be able to use it and um, use Nurtured Heart in all the different ways, highlight some of the key stories and, and, and think about them in a different way. Because I think ultimately it is about seeing this age group in a slightly different way and that, that will help us not just think of them as like young adults because we use that language, right? Well, they're just young adults. But when we say that, then we think, well, they're adults, but they're not adults. They're, they're still in a developmental stage. And to really be able, when you understand their stages, then I think it's, it's an opportunity for us to be able to honor them and really be able to create opportunities for success in a more powerful way. And there's nothing better than Nurtured Heart for that. Absolutely. I could not agree more. I was just listening to you and I was thinking how valuable it is for you guys to be teaching about the developmental stage of, of that, that particular developmental stage of life, because you're right. I mean, it is such an important, the vital piece of information that so many parents and educators may not have. Um, and in order to really truly understand how to use NHA with that, that, um, particular group of people in life, we really do need to understand what's going on in that in the developmental phase of their life. So that's brilliant. I love that idea. I'm excited <laughs> that you guys are going to talk about that. Yeah, so, me too. Yeah. So could you share with our listeners why they would want to come to your breakout session? I mean, you kind of already did, but, you know, is there some sort of, you know, maybe a takeaway that people can bring home with them from your session? Yeah, we're going to give some tools, um, some that we've developed. So the three of us, we work um, we work with young people every single day. So we work with teenagers. Maureen is the director of our youth crisis shelter, and um, Quinn is the director of transitional support services. And, um, you know, we've spent – all of us have spent our careers working with young people in all these different ways. And so we are um, – and then, of course, we have um, teenagers and young people in our personal lives as well. And so um, – we have spent a lot of time thinking about how do we cultivate some tools and techniques that can um, help land um, the uh, the nurtured heart approach. Because I think sometimes what folks think is, oh well, you know, talking to a teenager about their greatness, it's just going to help them develop their eye rolling skills, 
And I think that that's one of the things is how can we do it in ways that it can help land? And so um, increasing our authenticity, um, learning, utilizing technologies in different ways, um, utilizing ways that maybe you don't see. I think that's the other challenge sometimes with um, for parents and even for in schools and with professionals is it's a stage where you actually spend less time individually with adolescents. They're spending more and more time with their peers. And so how do we kind of up our ante to make sure that what we're giving, that, that, um, that powerful um, connection and um, relationship around things that are working, how do we kind of up it so that they're getting more of it, even though maybe they're getting less face time. So how do we use technology? How do you, um, you know, we call, we use things called greatness notes, and so we'll have everyone work on that together. Um, how do we use some other techniques and skills to make sure that we that the that we don't lose the powerfulness, and that we can increase. Um, our dosage or contact with young people, even if we're not always um, spending as much face time with them. Mm, that is so great. I, I love the technology that you're bringing the technology piece into this, because in this day and age, you know, as, as parents of teenagers, it's, it's tricky. It's a, it's a really tricky, sometimes very wonky situation to have to deal with the technology and, and how how to kind of take technology and teenagers and put them together in, in, in a way that is conducive of a healthy relationship. Yeah. Right. Right. And so I think that I just, I think that will be a really valuable piece for uh, not only parents that might attend your session, but also, you know, educators, teachers that are working with students and, and have technology can very easily get in the way so learning how to work with that technology piece so that it doesn't get in the way is really beneficial for so many people. Yeah, and how do we leverage it? Um, you know, texting is mm-hmm. really huge. It's an opportunity that many, maybe some of our young people um, can't even tolerate. Um, their portfolios, I think that's the other thing, is that their portfolios are so Many of them have been developed, you know, in a really negative way. And so mm-hmm. when they come and we start to try to build that new portfolio, we're not undoing the old one, but we're helping them build that new one. Um, we want to make sure that what we're doing uh, is has it's, it's powerful and it has the weight of it. And so we got to be creative and using all using all of our tools. <laughs> Absolutely. You're right. And especially with that transition age, those portfolios are well into being pretty darn developed. So mm-hmm. you really do have to get creative because it's not set in stone. Um, the, the, their portfolio, even though they're in, trans, you know, the 20s or early 20s, it doesn't mean that their portfolio or what they believe to be true about who they are is set in stone, but it does pose more of a challenge for the parent or the educator or whoever's working with that particular child or person, I should say, um, to be able to build on it in, in a more positive way and put more positive um, images and downloads into their portfolio. And so, I, like you said, being you got to get creative um, in how you can do that. So, man, that technology piece is a huge part of it. Yeah, Each part of it. it is. Yeah. 
So it sounds to me like your the three of you, your presentation is not just for parents, but it really sounds to me like it's for anyone who is working in some capacity with teenagers and transition, transition age youth. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, I think it's really, I mean, I think it's anyone who is working with or or wants to have a meaningful relationship. You know, I yeah. think through our work, we've realized that um, parents, you know, at our shelter, uh, we use utilize the Nurture Heart approach, and there are parents who've said, well, why are our young people doing better here than they do at home? I need to learn what you're doing. And what mm-hmm. we've realized is, our, as communities, we don't have ways to support parents. We we support parents a lot when they have babies and they have and they're in an infant stage, and this is another really critical developmental stage. And we don't really in our communities have ways to support anyone through that. And so, um, I really think this is for anyone who works with or cares about <laughs> um, teenagers and and older transition age young people. Um, because we they need our care, they really do, even through all their toughness and their um you know their strong veneers they need yeah. they need us to be able to really see them, and you know sometimes people will say, "Oh well, that sounds so corny, well, having you know all my career twenty years has been spent working with teenagers, and um when you when you talk about someone's greatness in an authentic way. They might get squirmy, but they know that it's true, and so mm-hmm. uh, that really impacts people. And and our the young people. In fact, we've recently had a young person say at the shelter, "You guys talk funny," <laughs> and um, and and I just loved it because. And when they the staff person said, "Well, what do you mean?" They're like, "You just keep saying these nice things," and I thought, "Well, how nice to say we're talking funny about nice things." I love that, and so we just right. want to share more of that about how we can embrace our teenagers and our uh, and our transition age young people and really help them launch into this um, new stage of life in a powerful way. Mm, I love that. I, and I love that you said how, how we can embrace, that it's about embracing our teenagers and our, our transition age youth as well. Um, because so often in our society, we, we, the word comes up of fear with, with teenagers, you know, we, we fear, Oh, no, when my kid turns, gets to the teenage years, Oh, I'm scared. That's going to be so hard. It's going to be frightening. Um, and you know, living in that fear world about having a teenager is only going to create more of that. And, and if we can shift our way of looking at this, this age group of people, Kind of like you said earlier in the beginning, if we can shift the way we look at them, shift the way we define that stage of life and not look at it as something to be fearful of, rather something we can embrace in a, in a wholehearted, loving, authentic way, um, boy, can you imagine, I mean, you can, I'm sure, imagine the difference because you're living the difference. <laughs> um, so that's, that's incredible. And I think that this is such a valuable workshop for so many people. I really hope that I can attend your workshop. (laughs) (laughs) We'd love to have you, Stephanie. (laughs) I know. So, all right. Well, gosh, Brooke, that was just such a great, a great little, you know, kind of reader's digest version of your global summit presentation on NHA and teenagers and transition age youth as well. 
And um, I really look forward to seeing you at the Global Summit. But before we end our show today, I would love it if you, Brooke, if you wouldn't mind speaking a little bit about what you are most looking forward to about the upcoming Global Summit. Yeah, um, I am so excited because, you know, Nurtured Heart and Living Nurtured Heart is really a paradigm shift. And anybody who's been a paradigm and culture shift and anyone who's ever been a part of that in any kind of way knows that um, it's nice to be able to join together with other people who are doing similar types of work and thinking in similar types of way as a recharge and just as a way to kind of feel like you can take a deep breath and you don't have to kind of be in the trenches of, of trying to create something so radically different because pushing against um, our typical um, kind of negative-based looking at everything that's not working, it can be very tiring. And so I'm just so excited to join with all of um, all of our Nurtured Heart family and be able to spend time just celebrating each other and all of the amazing work that we're doing um, in creating a world and communities that are really focused on inner wealth and and opportunities for success. I'm just that is, I'm just so excited about it. <laughs> Absolutely, I can hear your excitement. I love it, and I want to add to that that the recharge or renewal piece that all of all of us people, you know, that are Nurtured Heart trainers um, or maybe not trainers, but have known Nurtured Heart for years and are, have been using Nurtured Heart for years, it will go to this global summit as to, to get that kind of recharge and that renewal. But the cool thing for those who are out there who are hearing about Nurtured Heart for the first time or new to Nurtured Heart you can have that too, which is really exciting. Even though you're not like fully immersed in the in the community of Nurtured Heart yet, you're, if you attend this global summit, it's going to be that kind of moment where you get to plug in and receive yeah. all that fantastic energy and um, and learn so much from all, all of these presenters that are going to be there, Nurtured Heart trainers presenting on how they use nurtured heart in their lives. I mean, it's just incredible. So it's, I, I love that the global summit is really about new people who have never heard of it before nurtured heart before and people who have been training for years and years and years it's for, and everyone in between. Um, I, I, it's just such a fantastic way to connect and build relationships and, and really just dive in to nurtured heart. When you said that, it just made me think of that, you know, the spark and the flame. And I was just thinking, yeah, there will some be some folks who it will, they'll get ignited and that spark will come to life. And then there's some of us who will be a great opportunity to be able to tend to the spark and tend to the flame. So it really does create an opportunity for everyone to to be part of that. That was a beautiful visual. Yes, absolutely. I love it. So on that note, Brooke, thank you so much for being here today. And our next guest, who will also be presenting at the Global Summit, is Dorothy Derapelian. Dorothy's presentation will be on core attachment therapy and the nurtured heart approach. Dorothy has had a mental health practice in Meredith, New Hampshire since 1986. She specializes in play therapy with a focus on foster adopted children. She also teaches a college course on attachment and conducts adoption home studies. She is part of, a, of the Trauma-Enforced Therapist 
working with the state attorney general's office. She is the creator of core attachment therapy and an advanced trainer for the Nurtured Heart Approach. Hey, Dorothy, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. Oh, I'm honored to have you be here with us today. So thank you for joining us. And I'm really excited also to hear about your presentation at the Global Summit on core attachment therapy. Uh, Can you give our listeners a preview of what your breakout session will be about and maybe a little bit about your, what core attachment therapy is? Yes, I would love to. I have the honor to present core attachment therapy at the Global Summit, and I would love to see each and every one of you there. The purpose of um, core attachment therapy, as you heard from my background, is I work with um, children who've been adopted, and through my years of practice, wasn't able to latch on to something that I felt really changed their quality of attachment with their new parents. So the purpose of the workshop is to introduce this process and particularly how Nurtured Heart Approach has helped transform the secure attachment of the children who come to me and look for secure attachment with their new family. Mm, that's beautiful how you are, ha, have been able to weave the Nurtured Heart Approach into that very, very important piece of, of being a foster adopt parent. Um, that is so, it's such a crucial time when you first adopt or, or fostering a new child and developing that attachment is so important and such a crucial stage of development for that relationship to really be able to blossom and take off and I love to find a way to bring nurtured heart into that world and see great change, transformation, I should say, in those relationships. It is because well, when I was in the developing stages of uh, core attachment therapy, I had nurtured heart in one hand and the attachment games in another hand. It was several years later that I decided to combine it. And when I combined the two, it was phenomenal how the quality of attachment happened so much quick, quicker. Um, and um, it, it just, you could just see the transformation week after week after week. And by time, it's an eight-week process. By time the eight weeks were done, the child looks so different. Um, with Nurtured Heart, I see that they stand taller. And with the attachment games, they get calmer. Um, mm. And a good example of that, I just finished up a core attachment therapy process with this grandmother who is raising her grandchild here in the state of New Hampshire. We have an opioid epidemic. And I would say right now about two-thirds of my children clients are being raised by their grandparents because of it. Mm. So anyway, I decided to do the process with this particular uh, grandmother and granddaughter. And at the start, the girl pretended to be a hissing kitty, and she was angry. And she remained angry for the majority of the process. But each week, she, she was letting go bits of herself to open up her heart so her grandmother's love can come in. Mm. And... Um, when the grandmother would do the greatness stories at the end, it was like the girl was just in a 
hypnotic state just absorbing all those words of greatness. Then when we finally got done, I have this spinning rocking chair. Every time she would come in, she'd have to spin as fast as she can for about two minutes, and then she'd Mm -hmm. be ready to start. She came in, and she just sat in the chair, and she was ready to tell me all the great things she did that week. Mm. So her, she was one I wish I had videotaped because the transformation was so heartwarming and an epic. <laughs> epic, right, right. Well, it sounds, it sounds like she, it, it really opened up um, her heart to being able to allow this, this idea, this concept of having someone else step in as, as her parent, um, which can be such a hard concept to really wrap your mind around as a child, of course, um, when you've been through, you know, some, some version of trauma, to be able to open your mind and your heart, allowing a grandparent or a perfect stranger step into your life and take that role on, I mean, that's not an easy concept for anyone to wrap their mind around. So it sounds like to me, what you've developed, this core, core attachment therapy, it blended with nurtured heart, has really softened that transition. It, it really has. And as Howard says, and, um, you know, nurtured heart gives us all primal nutrition. And I look mm-hmm. at it when I do core attachment therapy, it gives primal t- nutrition for primal wounds. Mm. Because when children have this developmental trauma, they are wounded at their core, which is why I called it the process core attachment therapy, because mm-hmm. the healing has to start at the core, which is their heart, mm-hmm. which these children have blocked off because to tolerate that pain yet again is too much for anyone to bear. Right. Right. Uh, gosh, it sounds like this is so going to be such a powerful presentation. Um, what do you think? Well, first of all, I was wondering who do you think your specific audience will be at the Global Summit for your presentation? Is it teachers? Is it professionals? Is it parents? Is it grandparents? Is it everybody? <laughs> it's anyone who wants to come, but it's particularly, um, wants geared, to come. <laughs> <laughs> it's particularly geared to therapists, so they have a, 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 a tool in their toolbox, as we say, to really launch a process that they'll see quick results. I know some other nurture heart trainers who've been, who are therapists are now using it and they are amazed at how quickly um, the changes happen. But it's also mm-hmm. for people who are there with adoption agencies or um, even families of adoption are welcome to come. Mm-hmm. And any organization that has parent-child reunification, because it's not just for families who've adopted a child. I've done this with um, parents who um, who are being reunited with their children so they can get back to those um, attachment development gaps. And um, I have done it with children who were very sick as infants and it interrupted their um, attachment process at a very, very early age. Mm-hmm. So wow. it's for anyone who's who works with children who've had that early attachment mm-hmm. development interrupted. Right. Okay. That's gosh, it sounds incredible. And I mean, I I really hear how how 
completely dedicated you have been to developing this this and honing this process um, to be able to share it with the rest of the world so that you can get it to as many families as possible. And I just, I am, I'm, I'm always eternally feel eternally grateful for uh, people who are out there working this hard to, to help this faction of people in our lives that the foster adopts children that really go through some really tough, tough, tough trauma in their early years. We need this. So thank you for developing this because it's going to help so many people. And I'm so excited that you're bringing it to the Global Summit because that's going to really launch it in another transformational way. I've, I've just been truly um, thankful to those of you with the Children's Success Foundation by allowing me to present this because it is a powerful piece. And as I said earlier, the Nurtured Heart approach really has um, as it does for everything else that we do with Nurtured Heart, it just amplifies all the greatnesses that we all have. And children who have been so wounded so early are just waiting. They're like on hold waiting to be recognized Yeah. and comforted. That gave me chills. I, 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 can, really, I can really feel that, that sense of them just waiting to be recognized. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to the Global Summit before, and the networking is just so powerful. And then having a chance to play afterwards mm-hmm. is, um, is, is just a way of enhancing all our relationships with another one, with each other, because we are a remarkable tribe. I, I could not agree more with you. Absolutely. Dorothy, thank you so much for being here. It was really great to talk with you today. Um, and I'm really, really looking forward to meeting you in person at the Global Summit. Same here. Same here. Yes. Okay. So I want to say a special thank you to my Global Summit presenters who are here today with me. And for our listeners out there, we would love to see each and every one of you join us at the Nurtured Heart Approach Global Summit this summer, July 14th through 17th in West Orange, New Jersey. To register for the Global Summit, to be able to attend, simply go to childrensuccessfoundation.com and click on the Global Summit banner at the top of the website. And here is to your NHA journey. We'll be seeing ya.